So you're happy the fence is up? Yeah. Oh, me too. I the last six boards though, I had I had to have Anna take them out. I was like, nope, take them all out. I'll take all six. She's like, what? What? No. Well, the ground's uneven. Yeah, and you should have stepped to the the pickets. She leaned them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the The <laughs> last the last five or six pickets on the fence were like, you know, a twenty degree angle leaning. Wow. Like that's just. That's just lazy. I mean, like, seriously, just step it. Oh, well, how do I take them off? With a hammer. Oh, yeah, no shortcuts. So, but got it done. Mm-hmm. So, but man, I'm happy to have that fence. I really am. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely adds more of a. You know, it's just nice being able to see exactly where our property line is Mm -hmm. and not have to worry about, you know, building any projects or anything and having anybody go, ah, that's my property, because that's what it was starting to feel like. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, not having to deal with anybody looking into our yard, seeing anything from the other side and, you know, in particular, because, you know, from the way that it, you know, for anybody that doesn't live in an area like this, yes, we have a neighborhood behind us and we're technically not a part of it. However, the yard had a natural wall of mm-hmm. just bushes and trees and and just brush dense and thickets. it was super, yeah. super, super oh, dense. Yeah. You weren't running through it. You couldn't even see through it. Yeah. It, only time that you could see the other side is if it was like dead of winter. And even then mm-hmm. it, you would have to like go up to it to be actually be able to tell what you were looking at on the other side. And uh, neighbors moved in and decided that they didn't like it. So they just cut it all down and, you know, left it bare. And it was awful because then from in front of their house on the street, you could see into our backyard Mm -hmm. and in turn see into our house and all the other things. And we really did not like the idea of that, especially because we have this big old garden that we're growing, you know, food in. And we just... Don't trust the level of ghetto that is in that neighborhood behind us. And Mm -hmm. so we didn't really like the idea of somebody being, you know, a little bit too nosy, seeing that we have a big old garden and going, oh, well, they won't notice a tomato or two missing, a zucchini or two missing, or, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. So, yeah, got got a fence up. And now it adds an entire different because when there's you know a natural wall of Mm -hmm. things that still takes you know three four five feet off of our property line going into our property yeah and that's the thing is it was it was deep into our side not their side yeah and 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 for whatever reason somebody told their handyman because i I checked she says it swears it wasn't her because i was like i didn't tell him to burn my stinking tree yeah that was now that the line's up, she's like looking at it. I go, yeah, that was my tree that you guys burned. And she was just like, uh, yeah, I know no. what tree law is. You can literally sue them, but they don't have any money. Oh, gosh, no. Like, you know, no. She The, the owner of the house won't even sell it to her. Like, has zero faith. Has zero faith that she'd be able to buy it. The last people that were there were horrendous. Like, yeah, oh yeah, they, they were, were absolute white trash ghetto. Like, just they were the uh, they were what you think of when you think of rednecks. Yeah, hundred percent. And so, yeah, we were glad to have that bush line, and then they, mm-hmm. you know, cleaned everything up. And when they had moved out, but it was still not, you know, clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they moved in. They're like, yeah, we're gonna get everything fixed up and everything, and just cut our bush line down. 
and then were surprised when we were just like, yeah, we're going to put a fence up because we do not like not being able to have our privacy. It has nothing to do with anything. Like, I hate when people think like, oh, well, what are you trying to hide? It's like, I, why does that, that has nothing to do with it. I like being able to have my space be my space and not mm-hmm. have to worry about, you know, looking over and seeing a bunch of other people with their kid running around in a full diaper and, you know, screaming oh, and calling our dogs oh, over. And he was there towards the end of it. Um, his mom was there. She came over. She, she did the hi, Joey. I was like, hey, I can't hear you. I got your ear, earplugs in. So that was why I was like, uh. but she she's like, and, and a kid just came running up. And like within two seconds, I was reminded that my anosmia is gone because <laughs> he was rank. Yeah. No, and I was nasty. like, <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, but that was just disgusting and so yeah no there's a fence now yep. thank gosh <laughs> goes all the way to what i'm gonna assume was the little shack that they had in the back she doesn't even know what that thing was and what it's worth she sat there she's like oh yeah i'm gonna just knock it all down and i'm like i pulled two bottles out of there that were worth like 80 bucks but okay you know what it's not mine it's not my property she's like oh you can go through it no because you know what happens in that if I go through that and I find something like, let's say I find, you know, people don't understand like, the bottles that are, they're worth it. But let's say I find a Coke, a Coca-Cola syrup bottle in there. You think she's going to just let me keep it? Or you think I just don't say anything to her and just keep it? No, that that's the kind of stuff that bites you. Yeah. It's like, nope, it's better just to not touch it. So it's like, not even going to worry about it. I still want to take a metal detector around our property on, and under the house. I want to get the girls under the house with a metal detector. My gosh, I want to find out what's under there. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I wish I could fit but yeah I I just tried again today I was like oh I mean no yesterday sorry I tried yes I tried yesterday Every, my days are blending together um and uh, I couldn't fit in it but I'm excited about what we're doing today so like as soon as we're done with this we, we're going out and going mushroom hunting so oh wait no Wednesday gosh darn it it's tomorrow ah I'm getting my days off yeah I, that's right because Nikki wanted to come oh man so I don't have anything planned for today then huh well that's okay i'll figure <laughs> something out there's fishing poles and there's water all over the place so yeah i'm down <laughs> and with that good morning and welcome to the super podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who are just trying to keep our days together so we got a couple of days today yes a couple of happy food days Yes. Go for it, all you. Our first day is National Potato Chip Day. I'll take it. So National Potato Chip Day on March 14th celebrates America's number one snack food. Millions will enjoy their favorite chip this holiday. It's a good thing there are so many to choose from as well. On August 24th, 1853, an unhappy restaurant customer kept sending his potatoes back to the kitchen, complaining they were thick and soggy. Chef George Crumb decided to slice the potatoes as thin as possible, frying them until crisp and adding extra salt. To the chef's surprise, the customer loved them. The crispy potatoes soon became a regular item on the restaurant's menu under the name of Saratoga Chips. Mm. Other explanations point for the existence of potato chip uh, point to recipes in Schilling Cookery for the People by Alexis Sawyer in 1845 or Mary Randolph's The Virginia House Virginia housewife in 1824 while many references between these dates sliced potatoes and fried them in grease uncertainty remains whether the potatoes were fried to a crisp 
However, by the late 1870s, menus across the country used the term Saratoga chips on train cars, hotels, restaurants, and streetcars. Uh, the name carried into the grocers when bakeries made thin chips in larger batches. They shipped them by wagon to the restaurants and grocers by the barrel. The grocers sold them to private families by the pound. Folks were instructed to bake the chips in a hot oven for a few minutes, and the chips would be as crisp as if fried that same day. The Dayton, Ohio-based Mike Sells Potato Chips Company, founded in 1910, calls itself the oldest potato chip company in the United States. New England-based Try Some Potato Chips, originally established in 1908 as the Leominster Potato Chip Company in Leominster, Massachusetts, claims to be the America's first potato chip manufacturer. In the 20th century, potato chips spread beyond chef-cooked restaurant fare and began to be mass-produced for home consu- consumption. Flavor chips were introduced in the 1950s. Potato chip revenues are over $15 billion a year worldwide. Yep. So to observe National Potato Chip Day, eat some potato chips. Use potato chips in a recipe. Crushed, they make a delicious coating for fish. Dip chips in chocolate for a salty sweet snack. And share your recipes and make some homemade dips. So what's your favorite kind of potato chip? I don't think I have a favorite kind because right. I'm I'm not a... If I'm going to have chips, I'd rather have tortilla chips. So, like, if I'm going to sit down and I know that I'm going to, like, you know, if I'm picking chips from... It's still weird. I still like corn-based chips more because I was going to say, even if, like, I go to a sandwich place and go to pick chips, I'll normally pick sun chips. Mm -hmm. So, it's just... I mean, if I had to pick a potato chip, I literally... It'd be a cross between, like, barbecue and just regular Lay's because I, I just, like plain chips so depending on my mood it's zaps voodoo chips um ruffles cheddar and sour cream or um kettle brand salt and vinegar potato chips absolutely like just depends on my mood though i mean like i like them and but if i'm not in the mood i don't want them you know but but uh yeah those those three so those those are the three that that i generally go for it's funny you like corn chips better i don't I, I, I just I I would take potato chips over corn chips and I honestly feel like potato chips are more versatile than than corn based chips but that's just me personally so but I you know. think I'm also more of somebody that likes to dip my chips more so than taste the chip mm. I mean I like plain tortilla chips like a weirdo but <laughs> mm. I like dips a lot more so I don't know I think it, I think it really does depend on whether or not you like eating chips for the chips or eating them for dipping them in things and and i can accept that i i will say this i have never not ever once in a culinary capacity ever utilized potato chips to bread a fish okay i have never utilized potato chips to put the topping on a casserole i have never used potato chips to like augment you know um macaroni and cheese or anything like that i just no (laughs) they have their place oh i just forgot too so my young joey white trash just sit and just enjoy enjoy them um potato chips were definitely pringles originals and i like those not just for the chips but because i love the container when That's I was so a, when I was a kid, I I collected those containers. <laughs> I had probably a hundred of them at one point because you I they were basically building blocks for me as a kid. 
you know, it was like I, I had enough that I could literally build myself a nice little fort. <laughs> and I did. I absolutely <laughs> did. You know, if I if uh, if I wanted when I went to the angles, I just had to crumple the end of it just a little bit. And then I would stick it in the tube of the other one and then lean them up into each other. And I yeah, just had a little keystone at the top and just I made myself a little fort of Pringles chip cans. Do you tell me any other thing you can do that with? I don't believe the chips have any their place anywhere in an ingredient. And I just, I, I don't know. It just seems, <sighs> I don't know. I, 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 where am I a culinary snob? Probably. I think I am, but I'm good with that. <laughs> so what's our next day? It is National Pie Day. 3.14. That is right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. So, so, National Pi Day on March 14th recognizes the mathematical constant pi, mm-hmm. also known as the symbol for pi. <laughs> the first three and most recognized digits are 3.14. Mm-hmm. The day is celebrated by pi enthusiasts and pi lovers alike. Pi is the ratio between the circumference of a circle and its diameter. While the idea of pi has been known for nearly 4,000 years, accurately calculating it has been something of slightly more recent mathematical development. By 2000 BC, the Egyptians and Babylonians accurately used the constant to build. Mathematicians use such as... Oh man, you that's a lot of names that I am not going <laughs> to say. Um, <laughs> there's like eight of it's them. It's okay, don't worry about um, it. A bunch of these guys. <laughs> a lot of mathematicians. There you go. Uh, they all calculated pi by various methods. However, in 1706, <laughs> Welsh math- mathematician William Jones... That's the most easiest name of all of them. Introduced the Greek letter to represent the ratio of a circle's circumference. Okay. So to observe National Pie Day, celebrate the day with a slice of pie cut using the mathematical constant of pie. Host a pie-eating contest. Discuss the significance of the number pie. Watch the life of pie. Look for 3.14 and unexpected places. For example, prices, street numbers, or license plates. Finding 3.14 deals in as many versions of pie as possible. For example, think pizza pie as much as dessert kind of deals on this day. Get punny, geeky Greek pie inspired t-shirt deals. And then, obviously, share what your favorite kind of pie is. We've talked about pie Mm -hmm. before. Uh, And I was talking about how I have not had (laughs) very many different kinds yet. Um, I think I think I'll m- probably make a pumpkin pie today just because I we had a, gotten a can of pumpkin on clearance and we already mm-hmm. have a bunch of uh, pie crusts that we got on clearance. So I'm there's down. no reason not to. Yeah. No, I love basic pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. I really do. You know, the thing was, is there was a time where I had pie massively memorized right until the moment I realized that it had zero application <laughs> to anything I was doing <laughs> in life. It was three uh, point one four two five. Uh, I no, <laughs> I'm not even gonna try. But yeah, I I used to I used to have it, and then I was like, I'm never gonna use use this. And my brain is always weird in that. If I know I'm never gonna use something, I can get rid of it. Like I just get rid of it. But like I would you know sit there and say, okay, it's you know it's pie, and so I would set an alarm for three fourteen. So at 3.14, at 3.14, I would be like, ha, 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 you know, things like that. But I'm one of those people who will be like, you know, I like to find 
you know, 1234 and 56 seconds on a watch type thing, you know, because mm-hmm. I like that one, two, three, four, five, six on July 8th, you know, uh, and it was like, okay. <laughs> so, but, you know, it's just those, those kinds of things that I've, I've always found just interesting. And it does blow me away from... From the standpoint of realizing that there is no end to pi, the actual mathematical equation literally doesn't have an end, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, so it does throw me off. So, uh, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I know we've talked about it before, but pumpkin pie, you know, I, uh, there was a time I couldn't eat pumpkin pie. Um, I used to be allergic to beta carotene oil and beta carotene oil, um, you know, it was unique and it was in Lowry seasoning salt with parsley and realized, oh, hey, this is going to kill me. <laughs> um, and so I hadn't had it. And then I lost a lot of weight drastically. Like I lost um, 45 pounds in as many days. So I lost a pound a day. Um, I could do that again, but, you know, it's a lot. And so I just was like, okay. And it was weird because it used to be that I could touch a pumpkin and you could literally watch my finger swell. Oh, and, fun. Oh, yeah. And no, and I, while Amy and I were dating, I had to show it to her because I was like, look, I want you to know this is an actual thing. Because, you know, my mom, my parents tried, my dad actually shoved carrot in my mouth when I was young because I hated carrots. Made me gag. I literally couldn't breathe and everything else. Well, come to find out why. <laughs> and uh, and it was like, so I showed Amy. I was like, here it is. This is, this is you know, watch this. I touched this pumpkin and I showed her my thumb. And just let her, I said, just watch it. And within like 10 seconds, it was swollen and red. And I'm like, that's what happens in my throat. And she's like, oh, geez. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so... But I lost all that weight, and I remember the first time I had pie, and it was so good. And, you know, but then I tried just regular supermarket pie, like what you're talking about, the graham cracker crust and just, you know, the the can. Absolutely delicious. <laughs> like, I just, I think it's really good, especially if we have, like, Cool Whip. Do we have Cool Whip? I don't think we have Cool Whip. We never have Cool Whip because oh. nobody else really likes it. Oh, you don't like Cool Whip? I despise oh, Cool Whip. I, it's the same thing as Miracle Whip to me. They're both disgusting to me. Mm. I, but I think that Cool Whip, I think, is is because there was a time that I had gotten like horrendously sick mm-hmm. after eating uh, vanilla ice cream and Cool Whip. It's because we didn't have whipped cream with chocolate drizzle and sprinkles, and then we went on a car ride, and everybody. It was another one of those times. Everybody else got sick just horrendously sick Hmm. everybody got better i didn't get sick and i thought okay cool we're good and you know ate dinner everything was fine had dessert everything was fine and then about five minutes after having dessert i started not feeling good and then you know they were like it's okay we're still gonna go on the drive and i was like please no i really don't feel good i think i have to go to the bathroom and they're like no it's okay let's just go on the drive anyways and then we all got in the car and sure enough, about 30 minutes into it, I was like, uh, you need to pull over. And they were like, okay. But we were in the carpool lane, so they couldn't get over fast enough. And I threw up all in the back seat. Mm. And that was like, 
I forget that that time in particular happened because like I always sit there and I'm like oh, I never threw up in a car and I'm like yeah I did but it was because I was yeah. sick and not because I was car sick or anything but still it was just like ugh that was the worst because I you know all of my rest of my siblings always did because Malia got car sick all the time and then the other two were young enough that I remember them getting sick and just you know being sick because they were little mm-hmm. but I hadn't <laughs> then I was like I don't know nine at that time but yeah no, so. I don't like I don't like Cool Whip because I think that's that's the distinct flavor that I remember eating that night and then uh, getting and I, sick. And I have the same absolute understanding of that because I'm the same way with Minute Maid Fruit Punch. Oh, we, yeah. We bought that box of the Minute Maid Fruit Punch and I tried that and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Because it just it reminded me of how much that was the only time I got rip roaring sick. Like you've been with me one of the two times I've ever been blackout drunk. But that was the one time I got rip roaring sick and just prayed to the porcelain god for hours. And uh, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> never gonna do that again. <laughs> so, so I, I so I completely understand why you wouldn't like Cool Whip, but I still like Cool Whip. <laughs> so, but with that, you know what? What is your favorite pie? Do you guys have any kind of rituals you guys do on Pie Day? Because I I don't know. I don't think of it as like a holiday thing. Um, I'd probably be. Uh, more inclined to do something for chip day you know so i'm not i don't know how i'd incorporate the two without you know being horrible so (laughs) but uh yeah so let us know and uh we can see you this afternoon and uh we're gonna actually record that a little bit early because we are going uh mushroom hunting uh tomorrow man i am off a day i really am so never mind We'll see you guys this afternoon. Join us for our afternoon dive. And until then, I've been Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to remind you that which does not kill you is probably trying to figure out what day it is, too. (laughs) Peace out with your peace out. Bye.